Upload day, Tuesday, August the 16th and 3, 2... Bring a docent coming up in the first four minutes of this episode of Cadillac Check My Second Act to get a definitive answer to the much debated question Can Al sit crisscross applesauce now? While you and I know the answer to that question, hoping we can shut Donna down. An interesting weekend this past weekend, our 23 year old son Will was in town from Knoxville, Tennessee. Our 19 year old daughter Olivia traveled to Knoxville, Tennessee to move in to UT. She's a volunteer now. Just a warning, Mama gets into the tears in the first few minutes, but it's always good stuff. Let's get underway. What do you say? This is episode 282 of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. It's a podcast where we talk about things that you are already talking about with your family and your friends. Conversations about current events and pop culture and music, plus endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. My name is Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, okay, have you ever, like, like do you ever All just... All the time. Okay, you don't even know what I'm going to say. Do you ever just give out? Yes. Yeah, right now, as we, as we sit here right now, yes. What have you given out on? Just a lot of things, but go ahead. Well, give us an example. Uh, I, we'll talk about it maybe later in the episode. Okay. Well, I've given out on, I give out on seasons. Seasons. Okay. Like so summer, like. Summer, winter, spring, yes. fall. So like, okay. Once, like, okay, I love summer. I love the beach. I love hot weather. But then I love like sweaters and all that kind of stuff, you know, like boots and that kind of thing. So I get really like excited when the season starts. So I'm like, summer's coming. Summer's coming. I can't wait. And then like. You know, by the time it's time for school to start and you've just been drugged down because maybe these kids are eating you out of house and home and you didn't make it to the beach and you look at your legs and your shorts and they're still as pale as they were when they started. It's like, okay, I've given out on summer. Like summer needs to move on. It's hot as hell. I'm tired of being hot. I want it to be cool. I'm like, I'm ready to wear my sweaters. Fall, like, I love fall. Yeah, and like you go through your closet and you're like, oh, no, yeah. Don't look at that. I just said, don't open that. Like, oh, you look through your closet and you're like, I want to wear that little sweater, that black sweater with my jeans and my boots. And so I've moved on. And what's so funny about it is every year this happens because I have a couple of friends who live in New York. And when I post that like our kids are going back to school, they're they like, like three months. what are you talking about, woman? Because they don't go back until after Labor Day or whatever. So they're out, you know, one of them's over in Greece doing like a sweet 16 party, my friend Nicole. And like, I went to McDonald's when I was 16. Well, her husband is Greek. So this is like a big, a big deal. And and they're also Jewish. So it's, it's her bar mitzvah. It's actually her bas mitzvah that they're doing up there. So it's a big, big deal. I mean, they're not just celebrating a normal birthday party. But the point is, is that they're still enjoying summer. And I'm over here and I'm like, you know, lacing up my ski boots, ready to go. Remember when you wore your loafers to go skiing? I do, I do, I do. My Italian driving loafers. Why? Because I didn't have any ski boots. But they had them in the place. I didn't want to sit, I didn't want to stand in that line and then have to, to try them on because I would flash back to Angelo's shoes. We had this conversation pretty recently, but mama taking me downtown to go get my, my Sunday shoes. My new, got one pair every five years and she, she, it was like, you had to parade around in them and they put your thumb on your toe and. I just, I just, I'll just wear my loafers. Thank you. But they don't do that with your ski boots. You just walk in and tell them what size you need. You're like, no, I'm a 10 and a half. Can, no, no. You got to, no, they got to be tight. They got to be, no, you got, no. I've, I've never had that experience. And if I, if I ever had that experience, walk in and 
first pair fits, I'd, I'd probably be a little more optimistic about skiing. Have we told my story about my fitting the ski boots before on the podcast? Uh, in Colorado? Yes, we probably have. But I was in charge of the uh, 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock to 6 o'clock. Is that, is that a pretty heavy shift? Yeah, it actually was. I was out in Breckenridge. I took a semester off at Georgia. Don't know how in the hell to this day that I convinced my parents to do it. I, I guaranteed them I would like finish college on time. And somehow I did in four years. But I went out and I would fit these ski boots so that I could ski for free. And the guy that came in after me, I would see him in the bars at night because basically that's all you did. You didn't work for money. You just worked to be able to ski and drink. And he was like, you got to stop. Like, you've got to measure people's feet because I became like, I was like a, a, like that magic eight ball. Like people would come in and if they knew their size, that's fine. That's on them. Yeah, but otherwise you'd guess yeah. like at the fair. Yeah. Guess somebody's weight. Exactly. You tell me you're 10, I'm getting you a 10. But if they come in, they're like, well, he wears the size, you know. Eight and a half. You don't let him get Eight and a half youth. I'm like, okay, he's a nine. And like, they, they so then they would come back. The return cue was out yeah. the door. The next day. Right, and right. they, because, you know, you'd keep your ski boots if you're out right. there for a couple of days. And they're like, this blonde girl had no idea what Gosh, she was doing. She reeked of vodka. No. What, what were you drinking out there? Uh, Probably amaretta sour. She drink, She she reeked of amaretta sour. Don't open that. Don't open I'm not. Don't open. I just sent you a meme. Open it up that I just sent you. And I want you to tell me. Don't even think about it. Is it an owl? It is not an owl. I want you to open it and tell me immediately what you think when you see this meme. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's a photograph of a particular country artist. Mm-hmm. And there's an arrow pointing to him. And it says me. And then he's uh, his his legs up with his boot on. And it says Monday. So he's kicking Monday. To the curb. To the curb, basically, is what the, the context of the meme is. What grabs your attention first? Go ahead and open Oh, my God. Okay. His rear end area. That area underneath. Okay. Not me. Not me. How did Luke Combs get his leg that high? What is it? I, I, I couldn't get my leg that high. I think he's pretty limber. In fifth grade, Luke Combs is anything but limber, Donna. I think you'd be surprised. I mean, he made a baby. You got to be limber to get a baby. You don't have to be a limber to have, make a baby. There is no way Luke Combs has ever lifted. His leg has never been that high before in his life. Now, he has been. Okay. But not his leg. All right. Well, we, we talked about the Willie Nelson story. Come on. I was consumed with like his little pants area. Like, as it looks like, it's a lot of fabric. And it looks, the pocket is ill-fitting and ill-placed. I just, I don't know. I think that's his like. I have belief that Luke Combs can do that. He may do Pilates. Listen, here's Luke the thing. Luke Combs does not do Pilates. Here's though. the thing, though. To be on the road, and we've talked about this, like if you need to have energy and stuff, who are you calling? Chattahoochee Nature Center, connecting people to nature since 1976. If you know the extension of the party you're trying to reach, what's well, Al Central do now? Probably you want a docent. Search the staff directory by name. Press eight. See if there's a thing like where they have. A, if you have a hurt Please bird. Hold on while I try that extension. Because they pick that up immediately. I think so. That line, yeah. I have no idea how this is going to go. I haven't pre-called. I haven't pre-screened. Shout out to Nature Centers, Tom. How can I help you? Hey, Tom's Cadillac Jack calling you on the telephone. How are you, sir? I'm fine, and you? I've got well, got a quick question, and you you came to mind, not you specifically, Tom, but your organization, Chattahoochee Nature Center. Um, my wife and I having my wife and I having a debate. Can owls sit crisscross applesauce? Say that again. Can owls sit crisscross applesauce? Do you know what that is? Like with the kids when they sit in you know, first grade on the mat and they read. Yeah. Can owls sit that way? I have no idea. I'll transfer you down to our naturalist. They may be able to help you with that. That'd be fantastic. Thank you, Tom. Have a great day. Appreciate it very much. I mean, he's making six dollars an hour to answer the phone. Did you see what Jody Pot Peep Jody Darden Hall sent? Does that baby owl sleep on their tummies? How can I help you? I'm sorry. I have a question. I'm sorry. My wife and I are having a debate, and I thought of you and thought that you could maybe settle the debate if you don't mind. Can owls sit crisscross applesauce? Um, 
I say no because their knees are backwards. Is that right? Their knees are backwards, so I guess it dep- I know they can cross their legs. I don't know about sitting crisscross. Applesauce. You know how like the little kids sit on the the mat in third grade. You know when they read books and things, and the teacher puts them on the mat. That's and you put your knee. You know you cross your legs and okay. All right. Um. <laughs> so I guess it would depend on two things. One, um, what type of owl it is, because larger owls have longer legs, and then two. Yeah, I know that larger owls could, but smaller owls, they can cross their legs. I don't know about crossing and then crisscrossing. It depends. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry at all. I appreciate your answer. Donnie, do you have any questions for the docent? Well, no, I don't think so. But, I, you know, there's a meme going around. You may know this where there's like a picture of an owl sitting crisscross applesauce. And so there is a lot of debate right now as to whether owls can sit that way. And I say they can. They can They can turn. They put their little feet that way and they're. Sit that way. And can you also confirm that baby owls do sleep laying down with their feet out? Baby owls? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So a lot of baby owls do until they're big enough to sort of support themselves perched up. Okay. That's until, it. Until they smarten up. So like yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You've been fantastic. And uh, you settled. You've, you've, I, I, I don't have to wash your car now. Thank you very much. You have a good day. Okay, usable. Bye-bye. Okay. So I think, I, think, I, think, I, I think what we found here is that, number one, they, they, they need to learn more about owls. Okay, Donna. They're the docents. I mean, for heaven's sakes. She's a naturalist or something. A naturalist. Where but So she she definitely did not rule out that that little owl that's going around the internet could not be sitting crisscross applesauce. Here's what we're going to do. We need to do a marathon. We need to binge an entire series, uh, a season rather, of Barn Rescue and see what they say in that uh, in that TV show. What is that? Barn Rescue is about that do this. From Alfred, isn't it? That's Bar Rescue. Oh, it's Bar Rescue. I would play the Tennessee fight song here, but I'm afraid that you would break out in hives, being a University of Georgia graduate. Mm. Our 18-year-old daughter, Olivia, who's actually 19 now. The kids told me you didn't know that. I'm not good at ages. I'm going to be honest with you. I, well, I, I'm not calling. I'm not saying I'm calling yeah. you out, but they said they were, you had a conversation with them. I, I took, did. I I'm like, Will, it, Will, our 23 year old son who lives in Knoxville, was home this past weekend, and Will and myself and Charlotte, our youngest, went to have dinner one night, and 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 they said that you were questioning how old she was because she had a late birthday. She was 18 her entire senior year in high school. Yeah, she's 19. I just I uh, I know the and this sounds such like I'm such a bad mom, but like I just I, I know all their birth dates which I know you have trouble with when you go to the doctor. Like we each have different troubles, but like, I know their birth dates, but I can't like, I know the momentous years because like when they turn 16 or when they did, but somewhere along the way, it just falls into that trap of things I don't know. But yeah. So she left, um, Saturday. She is going up a week early because she has a program that she's involved in and the parents couldn't go up for this program because basically what they're doing is they're letting them move in their dorms early and they just drop their stuff in their dorm, and then they keep them busy for this week with this program. And then you and I are going up on Saturday, this coming Saturday, if you're listening to the podcast, and um, helping with all the odds and ends and lofting beds and hanging command strips. And, you know, I've thought what, about what this. What is that? Like, you know, putting command strips on the wall. I know, what's a command strip? I don't know what that is. Like the sticky thing that you hang pictures and stuff with. Okay. And I've thought about it a lot. I was a kind hook. of like we call them at home and as a child, we called them hooks. Yeah, hook. I thought about it like I was kind of like down in the dumps because I was like, you know, that's kind of a big part of college is moving them in. And because 
she's very specific on how she wants everything done. I've thought about it later. I think this is actually probably the gods have helped me out on this one because it gives her the opportunity to sort of get the lay of the land. Get things in without your direction. Exactly. And, you know, I've read a lot of stuff because when you have someone going to college, people send you, and I appreciate everyone, who, if you're one of these people who's sending me these things like flown and grown and, you know, how you're going to survive through this and how it changes the dynamics of your family and how does it change your marriage and how does it change your life and how does it change blah, 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 blah. The biggest takeaway that I've, I have taking, taken from it is that it's their space, finally. And you know, you provide all the stuff, you know, the mattress covers and all that stuff. But what they decide to do with it in the end, ultimately, it's their space. And that 99.9% of the kids where you go and set up their room, and it looks so perfect. It's kind of like when you redo a room in your house for them, and you're so excited. And then two weeks later, it looks like a tornado came through. They do the same thing. The minute you're gone, they move everything to where they want it. Because even if they loved what you did, it's, it's their it's their one chance to spread their wings. Um, I will say on Saturday, I was just leading up to her leaving. I was like, oh, God, I'm just dreading it, dreading it, dreading it, dreading it. But I've, well, I've read a lot, too. And it's really interesting. I've seen all these things. And you know how, like, I, I hate to say on the, on the TikTok, but it's true, where it's kids who have posted things where, and it's that sweet little Taylor Swift song about, like, don't ever grow up. And they're laying in their beds like the first night and they're like, I want to go home. Like I miss my parents. So I think that's part of it too, is we think about ourselves and how much we miss them. But I think it's a huge transition for these kids too, because I, you know, like that was a long hug. She gave both of us. I just think that the one thing I think parents, we always think about is how we feel. And I do think that, you know, leaving their pets, leaving... Well, she's taking the cat with her. Oh, yeah, that's a whole other story for another Fudge, day. Fudge, does Fudge know he's moving to Knoxville, Tennessee? <sighs> we'll talk about that later. Um, but anyway, I, you know, she, I, I tried not to be too, like, you know, I don't want to text and be too clingy. And um, she called me on the way up there, and we talked for a long time, just about life. And, you know, my biggest thing that I keep telling her is just, you know, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I think it's important that kids know that, that it's it's not going to be perfect every minute of the day. And there's not going to be parents around to constantly solve, you know, everything that comes up, but um, it'll be okay. I think that we, I would be naive as a dad to think that everything's going to go perfect. Everything's going to, there's not going to be hiccups and stumbles and fumbles along the way. There, there were in high school. We dealt with them and because and, and, everybody does come on. Nobody's perfect. I think that sometimes we expect our kids to be that way. I think I can be hard on our kids about that every now and then. College for me, although it was not a very lengthy experience because I was asked to leave. Okay. The, you always say that. Like, who uh, asked you the to dean, leave? The dean for called, what? Why? Uh, he came to my dorm. Okay. Why? Yeah. Um, just a, a, just a, a, a very long list of reasons why. But for the few weeks I was there, let me tell you something. I had the time of my life. I had the time of my life. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's the other thing. I think my college experience and your college experience is very different, you know, probably from her. She's, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think everybody has to find their own way and I know she will. And I'm also a realist to know that it's one day at a time. And I've told a lot of parents this just from our experience with Will, where you start's not necessarily where you end. It's not, the story is a long and winding road. Could be more than four years. Probably will be. Yeah. And it, it could be a different situation. So I just think you have to, it's not a failure if it doesn't, end up exactly the way 
you started out and what you thought it was going to be. So I just try to go, I learned this with the Will situation, you know, and he's, he's doing great, you know, but it's, it's one day at a time. I got to figure out orange. I don't look great in orange. No one does. Um, but I'm really excited. And I will tell you, you know, I always say this, God has a plan. He really does. And, you know, we looked at, there were two really good schools for her major for supply chain. One was Arkansas. And I have to tell you, I, for some reason I'm still on the, I had, you know, favorited the Arkansas social channels when we were kind of going through that. And I saw those people moving in and it seemed so far away. And I was just, just kind of knowing what we've been dealing with and getting everything ready. I think it would have been very difficult to, to put someone in school. And I get it. that It's only a plane ride away and an hour and a half, but it, it is refreshing to know that if something was going on, we could hop in the car and be there in not much time, you know? And I, I do think, although I know there's kids who want to go all across, and I think it's great to go across the country and stuff. I just think it also is a little bit, it gives me a little bit of a, um, some, less, some, some, um, less anxiety. Easiness. Yeah, it does. Now I will tell you one thing. And I did this with Will last, you know, I would watch that life 360 and I would tell you like, he's in the woods. I don't know what he's doing. It'd be three in the morning. And get a ball. He was at whatever that place was. The bubble looba is the downtown. Yeah. You know, just having a party, you know, till four in the morning. I'd wait till he got home somewhere near the campus in, into a bed. But like last night, I, you know, Olivia had texted me at three o'clock and I hadn't talked to her. And it was like, and she's pretty good about texting. You know, just we don't not talking a lot because none of these kids talk, but just texting through the day. Listen, if they ever call you on the phone, you better pick up because something's going on. But texting and texting. And I hadn't t- talked to her until like eight o'clock. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? So I like texted her, nothing, called, nothing. She called. She texted me like I guess forty five minutes later, and she's like, "Hey, I'm nearly four a.m. No, it's like eight o'clock at night. Oh, and she's like, "Have you been texting? Uh, have you been texting me? Sorry, my you know my phone had died for the day. But meanwhile, during that time period, that's when I had asked you like, Jack's for, information. Well, yeah, and I yeah, can I have everybody's information because I'm like she's been abducted. Something's yeah, happened. You got, you, got, you got to stop all that. That's going to drive you crazy. It's going to drive you mad. I know, but there are millions of people listening. Just maybe not millions listening to the podcast." thousands, hundreds of thousands, tens, tens who feel just like I do. I'm sure. I'm sure. And I would say to each of them, you, you, you don't, don't, don't let your mind go out that far. It's just not that easy. You know, a little you... fender bender on I-40 maybe, but let's not go to the level of abduction by aliens and things. I just think that that's, I don't think that's healthy. I know, but you know how I am. I do. It's like you had a little fender bender and you called me and I'm like, oh my God, that's true. are I you okay? On the downtown connector I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? Do I need to come get you? Rocky Top, you'll always be. Okay, when does it start? See. That's it. All right. Um, We're not going to get paid for this Ollie's commercial because we are outside of the 15 minute window that is required. Whatever. There's no make goods there. Um, They do have it. I do want to let you know this just because I'd tell you this anyway as a friend. Um, Me or? uh, Anyone listening, it's a ceramic pot sale at Ollie's right now, 60% off. Uh, I don't know where they found all these ceramic pots, but they got plenty of them. And uh, if you don't find the pot you're looking for, go to a different location of Ollie's because each location has different pots. And there's 16 and a half by 21 ceramic pots, $49.99, Donna. That is a steal from Ollie's. Ollie! Good stuff, cheap! It's an Ollie-nator. Is that how we say Ollie-nator deal? Ollie-nator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ollie's, by the way, uh, we sell cheap things good. Uh, outfitting the entire guest bedroom. When we start begin to live stream the podcast on Sunday nights here soon. Don't know when. That's coming. It's coming. 
So that's uh, that's what's going on there. Uh, they had asked us, we're not going to get paid for it, but they'd asked us to talk about, uh, you know, you know the man who did the uh, the my pillow. I don't, I don't know where they befriended him, uh, but they have like just uh, train cars full of my pillows. The classic standards, nineteen ninety eight. That's twenty bucks. I had one. Where is mine? Did the cat piss on it? Oh my god! Come on, you on have my, I'm not. Remember when I had my, my my pillow? I loved it. Well, why would the cat pee on it? Because the cat pees on everything in the house. The one that doesn't like you. Any of the three, two now. The fudge is gone. Fudge has moved to Knoxville. He hasn't moved yet. Oh, you still here? Not yes. Too. Oh my All god. Right. Okay. Um, but do you remember how much I love on my pillow? I do. What's what's the man's name? He's weird. One I of mean, Trump's friends, right? Yeah, very good friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what's going on there. And the Pokemon oversized beanbag, forty uh, inch Pokemon beanbag, forty nine ninety nine. Well, no, that's probably a good deal. It's a great deal. Uh, and listen, I was at the Ollies in Stockbridge last week. Uh, and they have on sale now 24-ounce bottles of Hidden Valley Ranch, $1.99. In the packets or like the dressing? dressing? No, this is the dressing in the bottle. Okay. I mean, $1.99. You can go get your Pokemon uh, Pokemon bean bag and a, a 24-ounce bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch for $1.99 at Ollie's. Uh, you know what? We're not getting paid, so we're not going to play that commercial. Um, do you remember this, though? I was laughing so hard last night because I got the, the copy from corporate for this episode about the skit from SNL with Melissa McCarthy as Linda. And the, uh, the, uh, the focus group and trying to come up with a, uh, a slogan and things like that. Can you garlic ranch blast me now? Can you garlic ranch blast me now? Can you garlic ranch blast me now? Write that down. Can you garlic, can you garlic ranch blast me now? Okay, she's just doing the Verizon slogan. Can you hear me now? It's a hugely successful campaign. McDonald's. <laughs> Shut up, Sue. Every... We all hate you so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's a Hidden Valley Ranch party in my mouth. That's what I think. You've never heard that before? No. Hidden Valley Ranch party in my mouth. You've never heard there's a Hidden Valley Ranch party in my mouth? No, I have not. My favorite Melissa my McCarthy skit, skit on SNL of all time. It's your birthday week. It's birthday it's week. Your, it's your birthday. That's with an F. Birthday. It's your birthday. Yes, Friday. It's, it's your birthday, birthday week. That's right. Yep. 19th. Friday the 19th. Okay. Who is this? And why, how can someone get through on my phone when we're recording an episode of the podcast? I don't know. It was like an Indian gentleman. Um, okay. Um, how from the ringtone? Because it's color ID. I can't pronounce the name. Do we have dry cleaning somewhere that we need to go pick up? No. You can now enjoy full episodes of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast on the Cadillac Jack YouTube channel. Have you looked at the counts? We, we, we thought we'd hit gold here with the YouTube thing. We're, we're getting some massive hits on YouTube. People that are going to YouTube now to consume the that. podcast. And I, I mean that sincerely. I love it. I want to say hello and thank you to... Um, let's see here. The Redneck Show and Keith Bone have subscribed. Uh, Paula Sigmund, uh, Jay Camp, uh, Maria Matthews, Melanie Johnson, Tanya Cantrell. It tells, it, it tells their names? When they subscribe, yeah. I love this. This is like when I was little. There was a show where this guy would hold up this magic mirror, and he would say all the kids. What would he show you? Well, he would say all the kids' names. that, like he, if, you, if your parents wrote in, he would say the kids' names that were listening. He'd be like, we want to say hello to Donna Kay watching. So I love this. It's like your magic mirror. Okay, keep going. Oh, that's it for now. Oh, okay. That's it for now. But we yep. appreciate you all subscribing here in the last uh, few days. Okay. To the Cadillac Jack YouTube channel. Entire episodes are posted down midnight on Tuesday and Thursday. So you can uh, consume this podcast on YouTube just like you do on destinations like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever else you consume your podcast. Can you garlic ranch blast me now? Can you garlic ranch blast me now? <laughs> Kind of a down, kind of a down rejoinder right there. I'm talking about that. We can do better. We can do better. I think 
Let's do this. Let's do the rooster, right? Mm-hmm. There's your stuff. That's kind of depressing, too. All right, then. Let's go with uh, Bluesy. How about that? How about some disco? We're like- I don't have any disco. We got that one. We got someone called Feels Good. That's good. All right. There we go. I like that. Gallery Furniture Commercial coming up in uh, three, two, one. And Donna, you are hot. Take it. Oh, okay. Yeah, directing live the podcast. I love that. Um, okay, so it is time to get new furniture. Here's what I'm thinking about. I have purposefully not gone into Olivia's room since she pulled out of the um, driveway because I was told, as I've told you on the podcast before, give that a week. So, like, you get Why? That. To let the bugs and the critters get well, out? Well, just so you have that afterglow for how you feel about your kids so that you don't oh. go up. As a friend of mine went up one time, like, literally the next day and sat in her son's room cried and just cried. Right, and sure. then she happened to just, like, as she was rolling herself out of the bed, look under the bed and found a couple of Jack, Jack Daniels, Daniels bottles, bottles yeah. and some random stuff. So, rolling papers. Anyway, if you are in that mode where you're having some shifts in your house and it's time to kind of redo some rooms, gallery is a great place to go. We talk all the time about um, sectionals and rugs and lamps, and, and they are the home to all of that great stuff. But let's not forget like really, really pretty beds. And when I say bedroom sets, anymore, it's not two matching nightstands and a, and a bedroom set and a, and a chest of drawers. Or, Chester. You know, that kind of thing. You can really mix and match. And the types of um, bedroom furniture that they have now, it's super modern. So, you know, if you're somebody who you're kind of like, you know, I think I'm going to keep this side table, but I really just need, you know, a new headboard, a new footboard, a new, you know, a couple of things. Gallery is a great place for that because you don't have to commit to an entirely new style. You can just kind of mix and match some of the pieces that you already have to sort of update it. And sometimes that's all you need. Listen, if you just go up to gallery and get a rug and a couple of lamps, you can change the way your room looks pretty quickly. Um, Inexpensively. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. I think it's not going to look cheap either. No. And I think that's what's like kind of daunting to people when they, especially with like home decorating and stuff is I don't have the money to like, you know, everything that I see on Pinterest boards and on people's places on Instagram and stuff, you know, people think like that's going to cost a lot of money to completely change the entire look of my house around. It doesn't, you know, just add in a few pieces to kind of modernize things and update things and it'll make you feel good about the room. Give, give the room a new spin. Yeah. A little freshen up. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Gallery Furniture has been in the same location for over 40 years. A small uh, family-owned business, small business, family-owned. They're going to take care of you. Uh, if you have a, a, a burp, a hiccup, in a credit report, they're going to take care of you too. Donna uh, deals with that graciously every day of the work week. And when I say she deals with it graciously, that means they're not going to snicker. Uh, they don't They don't care what your credit score is. They know that you bust your ass. They know that you work hard. They know that you deserve um, some, some grace. That's Donna's word. Use it all the time. Six months on the job and a checking account. With just those two simple things, you can get instant credit guarantee. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. On Instagram, at Gallery Furniture GA. It's 2511 Roosevelt Highway in College Park and 1600 Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ask for Donna. We are grateful and thankful for the support of Gallery Furniture. The My Second Act podcast also brought to you by Ford and Fayetteville Ford. Fayetteville, but it's worth uh, the trip to Fayetteville Ford from wherever you are listening to this podcast as well for the lifetime powertrain warranty. Here's what we can do, Donna. Here's what we can do. Listen. Flying to Atlanta. Go buy your new Ford, Fayetteville Ford Lightning, the new uh, new electric truck. It goes zero to 60 in 3.3 seconds. 
And then we can take you up to gallery. You can do a shop, a, a private shop there. Mm-hmm. And then you can load your furniture up into your truck and then drive back home to wherever you are. And then you're going to, then you're going to love your truck so much that we're going to have to like Uber ourselves home. Cause you're going to buy the truck from Fayetteville Ford. The lightning is hot. They have uh, two or three of them on the lot right now. They're hard to find. It's nearly impossible to find. Uh, Chris Chitwood is a GM at Fable Ford. He bought one at auction. I was there uh, when last week, Thursday, I think. And he was literally online. Had somebody at the auction bidding for him. Um, you cannot find these trucks anywhere. Beautiful trucks. Can power your home, Donna, for seven days if your power goes out for whatever reason. What? You forget to pay your light bill. Whatever. Okay, you know, well, that's happens. not going to happen to you. What? No, no, it happens. Everybody makes, you know, come on. Forgot to carry your one or something like that. Lights go down. You can uh, power your house with your Fable Ford Lightning. This episode, Donna, you're adding an artist I've never heard of to the Spotify Hype Song playlist. Doesn't mean that they're not worthy. Just I'm not familiar with the artist, so I uh, set this guy up. Yeah, so I am adding to the Spotify John Wolf. playlist. His name is John Wolf. That's Wolf with an E. Yep. Okay. And um, I don't know a whole lot about him, but I just love the song. It's called Boots on a Dance Floor. And do you have a little hook? I got you a little hook, yes. Okay. He seems to be a very simple artist, simple songwriter. Simple songwriter from Tulsa, Oklahoma. He's on Midas Records, Nashville. I'm sorry? Midas, Midas Records, Records and then Warner Brothers. Um, and I don't, I mean, he's just, you know, I, I just love this song. He's from Texas and he's released seven studio albums. So, I mean, he's, he's probably like a Pat Green, I would imagine where he's super popular. You know, there's some of these like Texas artists that. Or Jonathan Ingram, you don't hear New Georgia. hundred percent. Yeah. It's like the, they don't get that like commercial airplay. Um, but you know, they're out there and on my birthday, he's going to be in San Angelo, Texas at the city limits in case you're wondering. Is, is that, are you dropping a hint there? Well, how, how would you get there? I don't know. I mean, he's 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 a good looking man too. You know, I'm all about a good looking singer. Um, so the um the song the album that this song is off of is called Any Night in Texas. And he's just sitting in the back of his truck with his good looking little dog. I mean, he's cute. I can't see that far. He's a good looking fella. Really oh, John Wolf. Yeah, with an E. With a w- E. Wolf with an E. With an E. So. Uh, give it a try. Boots on a dance floor. You didn't have the best hook. Sometimes you don't pull the best hook. Uh, you know what? We're, it's, it's time. A lot of times it's just the fact that we're. Now, I will tell you what. You can join the Wolf Pack. That's his. Uh, um, with an E. But yeah, with, that's his little. Does Pack have thing. an E on it too? Uh, no. But he also has, if you're interested, a Runaway With Me tank top for $25. Okay. This is one of those I'm artists that came up on one of my um, Spotify playlists and when I was listening. And. Just guy, I was like, this is a really, really good song, and never heard of this guy before. So, um, I'm going to listen to some more of his stuff and see how I feel about everything. But he definitely has a Texas sound. You know, I don't know what that very is. Very unique. Well, it's a very unique sound. I don't know how to explain a Texas sound, but it's definitely there. And I mean, you know, again, I say Pat Green. I mean, he is a. That's a perfect. Um, that's a perfect example because there are these artists. Um, you know, and, and again, people eventually know him, like Chris Ledoux. A lot of people became familiar with through Garth Brooks, but these Texas artists. Band. A lot of people don't know that Crystal Dew is in his band. Yeah, I mean, these artists are so big out in Texas. So is Ty England. Remember Ty Yes, yeah. absolutely. Should ask her faster. I think it was his hit back in the day. Okay, what about you? In the 90s. I'm adding a song that chronicles a road trip. It was a road trip that started here in Atlanta, Georgia, to Tex Arcana, Texas, Tex Arcana, Texas, and back. A 28 hour road trip. And the song's lyrics take you every single mile to transport 400 cases of Coors beer 
The movie dropped this week in 1980. He's bound to die. Loaded up and trucking. Jerry Reed. Are we going to do what they say? How many, how many Spotify hype song playlists do you think have a Jerry Reed song? I wonder if there's one you think now. Man, oh man, I remember seeing that movie with my granny, my dad's mother, most influential woman in my entire life. And we would go to the Little Professor Bookstore in Charlotte, and then we would go to Godfather's Pizza, God bless you, Herman Cain. And then we would go to the movies, and it would just be an entire day with my granny. And I freaking effing loved it. Oh, just like one-on-one attention. I could go back to that day. Um, The soundtrack to Smoking the Bandit 2 also had... uh, Mel Tillis, the Statler Brothers, Brenda Lee, and Tanya Tucker on it. The movie starred, of course, you remember this? Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, Jackie Gleason, Terry Bradshaw, Jerry Reed, Mel Tillis, and Don Williams. I love it. You know, I got to tell you, going back to my my trucking um, my trucking days yes, that I want to yes, do, yes. this will They're be something. behind us. Right well, now. I mean, yeah, just, they are. there's not a lot of support. There wasn't a lot of support, right so now. just had to move on. Um, but... I would play that. I would blast this song, like going going down in my little outfit, my page boy outfit. Right, looking like Angus Young. I think you said. Yeah, I mean, like going hundred in the trucker lane. Gas it now. E spouting down. All right, John Wolf with an E. Jerry Reed. Go to the Spotify hype song playlist. It's a simple search on Spotify. Caddy and Donna hype songs. There is a playlist for each season of the podcast. We are over halfway through season three. Uh, two notes real quick about last week's ad for you, Kane Brown. Like I Love Country Music, the number one country song in America this week. How about that? It's Kane's eighth career number one hit. And after 14 weeks, Morgan Wilden, Dangerous, the double album, has returned to the number one spot on Apple Music, the country album's chart. Is that because of his touring? Uh, I don't think so. I think his tour's been going on nonstop for about a year. At least, uh, I think, September last year. So I, I don't... You know, that... I will, that crossed my mind, actually. The first thing I thought of was, I wonder if there were a bunch of Atlanta people after two days at Lakewood that went out. Could be. Could be. Could be. So I don't want to... Uh, could be done. Yes. We're going to go with yes. Huh. We're going to go with yes, indeed. We were talking earlier in this episode about fall and just the uh, the weather being perfect and crisp and clear and clean and wearing fall weather-like clothes. And, and football. Football. You got oh. the college football. If you're listening on upload day, 18 days away from the return of some Georgia Bulldog football. If you're listening on upload day this Friday and this Saturday, it is the Freedom Bowl high school football. Doesn't get any bigger than it does here in the state of Georgia. Texas, uh, they're close second, I think, with the high school football action. Um, everybody had, not everybody, but the, the, the biggest schools normally have some sort of collaborative kickoff event. It is the Freedom Bowl. It is this weekend. Yeah, this is a big deal. So there's two Freedom Bowls that go on. There's one in Ohio, and there's one, fortunately for us, the one in Georgia is here in our hometown of Awesome Alpharetta, like you just said. And it is being hosted by Milton High School. If you've never been to our high school, I know everybody who's listening loves their high school, and they have great high schools. We have some amazing high schools out here. Milton is one of the prettiest schools. Just, it it looks like Mount Vernon with the columns and everything, and it's just, it's in a beautiful setting, and um, just easy to get into. Like and college campus. Remember it does. They were, remember they were building, we've been out here 20 years. And we went and toured it. We did. Like We had like babies at the time. It wasn't even done yet. Yeah. But we were, everybody was just like, wow, that's, I mean, you just went through it. It was, a, uh, it was an open house. construction zone. Well, I, yeah. I remember walking through before it even became that. And just because you were just so mesmerized by this beautiful, uh, this beautiful, these buildings 
They make up the uh, Milton High School campus. Yeah. So what they're doing is um, they have invited teams. It was by invite only. And it's the top high schools all around the country. This is not just Georgia teams. Um, and they're going to come to Milton this Friday and Saturday and play different footballs. And then whoever wins gets um, awarded the 2022 Freedom Bowl trophy. Um, and basically it is, you know, it's just an opportunity to showcase these great teams, you know, that are out there and, and playing. So if you want to go there, you can go to the Freedom Bowl um, website and purchase tickets. And um, these are like powerhouse teams that are going to be there. Um, so Awesome Alpharetta is certainly a sponsor. And there's some, you know, if you're coming from a different area, maybe one of your teams is coming. Um, this is an amazing time to see our city. Um, there's tons of hotels to stay in. There's great shopping. There's amazing food. Um, take advantage of all, yeah of Alpharetta. And again, these teams are coming from all over. If you just have, say your team's not playing, but you have kids who, you know, boys or even girls who love watching football. This is a great event to come to because you're going to get to see so many great teams in one place. And then again, you're going to have the opportunity to see what we talk about and what is so special about our city of Alpharetta. Over 500 players, 75 coaches promoting high school football and player development. The Freedom Bowl this Friday, August 19th, this Saturday, August 20th in awesome Alpharetta. Uh, if you want to stay at one of the 30 partner hotels with awesome Alpharetta, AwesomeAlpharetta.com. I'm going to post information about the Freedom Bowl on the Cadillac Jack Facebook page, Cadillac Jack Atlanta. And uh, we're five five minutes from Milton High School. So if you're in town, give us a call. Reach out to us. No kidding. On the voicemail text line. Yeah. And one, one other thing, the reason that it is called the Freedom Bowl is um, during the weekend, there are going to be like military personnel there that are like in leadership roles. So the purpose is not just obviously, football. you know, football. It's, it's really to inspire these kids to be educate them. to heroes and, and what that means and what that looks like in real life. So if you are a member of, if you're a veteran or you're a member, a current member of military service, or maybe you're in the guard, come out and um, participate and see this event, because I think it's going to be a great thing. I want to support those who serve and protect our nation. The Freedom Bowl 2022, Atlanta Freedom Bowl, Milton High School in Awesome Alpharetta. Awesome Alpharetta, play a while, stay a while, and find your awesome. The Cadillac Jack's My Second Night podcast is free for now. It's our intent to stay that way. Uh, instead of a monthly cost or uh, us billing your credit card, which we don't want to do and keep up with that mess. Uh, it, it's free and it's our hope that you would take the time to write a review for the podcast. That's how we grow. Podcast development, podcast discovery. Podcast remains free because of the generous support of our partners like Gallery Furniture, like T-Mobile. Free yourself from internet BS, reliable internet, 50 bucks a month, T-Mobile home internet. Guests of the Cadillac Jack, my second act podcast, state properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management. The brands you know depend on and trust, like Marriott, Hilton, and Weston, by Brightmore Healthcare, and by Atlanta's hometown airline, Delta. No pot peeps for this episode. That's a voicemail text line, though. If you want to reach out, messages come straight to my iPhone, 770-464-6024-770-464-6024. Well, and also, if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, you will, you'll pull up your little magic mirror, your Cadillac Jack yes. magic mirror, and yes. tell their name. We'll do that uh, next episode, episode uh, for Thursday, indeed. Audio for this episode of Cadillac Check My Second Act from John Wolf and Midas Music. Jerry Reed and RCA Victor Records. Going back, Jerry Reed and SNL Studios and Lorne Michaels. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen at the Appen Podcast Network. 
Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios here in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs>